Hello all and welcome to the Blue Diamond. This is Lady Dre with something to say. This is going to be a very quick episode because I am going to read to you a post that I created for a group that I belong to on Facebook. It's a private group with the focus on women uplifting women. So we share words of encouragement and we've created a safe space for each other. And someone asked me to talk about anxiety and how I live with anxiety. And uh, after I wrote it, I thought to myself, you know, this could be helpful to a larger audience. So I decided that I would share it here on my podcast. Now, I am addressing women when I, um, I should say I was addressing women when I wrote this because it's a women's group. However, what I have to share is relevant to anyone who's living with depression, anxiety, or um, panic attacks. Doesn't matter whether you're male, female, young or old, rich or poor, um, faithful, religious, agnostic, or um, atheist even. You choose to believe what you want to believe. But anyway, uh, it was well thought out on my part, so I thought I would share it on a larger scale. So I am going to read this just as I wrote it. Hello, sisters. I want to say something about anxiety. Anxiety is more prevalent than we realize. Many of your sisters suffer with anxiety, me included. The most important thing I want you to remember is that you are not alone. As someone who has been diagnosed with clinical depression and anxiety, I know how lonely a feeling it can be. Yet, you were never alone. The second thing I want you to make sure you do, if you haven't already, is to get a medical diagnosis. Please do not try to self-diagnose. There are professionals who can help you and let you know what kind of treatment and or meds you might need. For instance, I had no idea that I was suffering from clinical depression and anxiety until I started having severe panic attacks. I have things under control now, and I'm much better today than I was just a couple of years ago. And it's been a couple of years since I've had a panic attack. I have fewer anxiety attacks than I used to have. The depression is an ongoing battle. I do have a therapist. It's important that if you seek out a therapist, you find one whose personality suits yours. I have a great match for myself, and you should find a great match for you. I've had two horrifying therapists in my life. All the rest have been exceptionally great. My current therapist must have been handpicked just for me. I also have a set of incredible friends who I can talk to without being judged and who don't look at me funny when I'm exhibiting anxious behavior. So it's important to surround yourself with positive and forward-thinking people. Venting is important to me. It allows me to talk about my fears and get them off of my mind. When my fears start to dwell on my mind, I end up having an anxiety attack. I also pray often. I have a lot of conversations with God. I have a very close relationship with him and I can hear him when he's talking to me. 
what I mean by that is I know how to recognize his voice. He's been talking to me directly since I was in high school. I also meditate. I have a meditation playlist on YouTube and I practice the breathing techniques I was taught in cardiac rehab. I combine my breathing techniques with my meditation and it calms my fears and slows my heart rate. As someone with heart disease and congestive heart failure, I have to be aware of what anxiety does to my heart. And that's when the meditation comes into play. I also cry and scream and shout, sometimes laugh behind closed doors. Sometimes I just need to let it out. When an anxiety attack comes on and comes on suddenly, especially, which does happen, I try to find a quiet place. I sit down, I cry it out, and I let it pass. I react without letting the feeling overtake me. What I mean by that is the feeling might be fear. The reaction is to cry. I focus on crying and let it happen and try not to think about whatever fear has triggered my anxiety attack. I'm not prone to violent reactions, so I don't have to worry that reacting is going to be harmful to myself or someone else. Now, if that's you, definitely seek some professional help. These are things that work for me. And there are other things I do, but I want you to go get professional help if you don't already have it. Some people, like me, for instance, need meds, while others do not. But that's for a professional to decide. Also, take note of what makes you anxious. Write a list of your triggers. And if you can help it, try to avoid those triggers at all costs. My triggers are tough for me to avoid because my main trigger is pain. And I live in chronic pain. Thankfully, I've been able to ascertain what pain is associated with the many conditions I have and what pain is new. It's that unrecognizable new pain that sets me off because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, there's something wrong. What is this? Am I about to die? And it goes to that extreme. And if I don't get a handle on it, it can become a panic attack. But having the ability to distinguish between the different types of pain that I'm experiencing have somewhat quelled my anxiety. Of course, not completely. If you take nothing else from what I'm saying, I want you to remember one thing. You are not alone. You are never alone. There may be times when you feel lonely, but you're not alone. Not only do you have fellow sisters and listeners who are also suffering and have your back. But God is with you. He is always with you. One thing he let me know is whatever I'm going through would be worse if it wasn't for the love of Jesus Christ. Choose to believe what you want to believe. I'm just here to let you know that God has your back. And you've found a safe place in this group. For listeners, you've found a safe place place in this podcast. And if you feel the need to share, you want to be interviewed, or you want to comment, please know that you are safe here. There are some knuckleheads that'll come on every once in a while and say something inappropriate or unkind, and we'll just sniff them out and expel them from the group. But for the most part, this is a safe place. I feel safe enough to share everything that I've shared. And so I hope you feel safe too. 
I also want you to remember that there's no shame in being a sufferer of depression, anxiety, and panic attacks. No shame. There's no shame in being bipolar. People who have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder catch such a bad rap and they're looked at as crazy or having issues. And I can admit, I used to be one of those people. I used to say that both bipolar people had issues. And that's because I just didn't know any better. I was ignorant. And that's why I say there's no shame in any of that. And if anyone tells you or acts like you should be ashamed, they are ignorant liars. And you need to ignore ignorant liars. That's all for today. So have a blessed day. Much love to you all. Lady Dre, signing off.